Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the All by the Popcorn podcast. I'm Alessandra. And I'm Emily. And today we're going to talk about the 10th episode of Indiana Jones, Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. I mean, what? 10 episodes. 10 whole episodes. It, it honestly feels like we've been doing this for four years already. I know. So I was trying to think about how many hours of Indy that we've watched, because each episode is an hour and a half. So two episodes is three hours. And two yeah. times five, I mean... Three times five is 15 hours of Indy, unless my math is wrong. I think that is 15 hours of Indy. Uh, and, and not to mention, just note-taking, it, it it honestly takes me about two and a half hours to watch an Indiana Jones podcast, to watch an Indiana Jones episode. Yeah. Um, before we start talking about this this episode, um, we're going to talk about some of the comments that you guys have uh, given us about the previous episode. Uh, we did not look up anybody in the previous episode, and uh, we were schooled again. But you know what? That's that's good, because it's it's really hard. I, I try very hard, and I try to catch people's names, but it's very difficult, because sometimes I just can't understand what they're, what they're saying in the episode to try and find who it is. And, and I'm just vaguely looking up, you know, this colonel that happened, that was at this fight. Like, it's very hard to search that on Google, so... <laughs> um, okay, thanks for justifying that for us, uh, but we also really appreciate your comments. Yeah, we have a really great comment uh, from Pamela. She said we can share, we can talk about this comment on the podcast. Uh, so she says, I love your podcast so much. Aw, thank you. Thank um, you, Pamela. The woman Indy meets is Mata Hari. She dies by firing squad in October 1917, a year after this episode takes place, which the episode references. The episode was also written by Carrie Fisher. Heart! That's so awesome! I can't believe I didn't even notice that. Yeah, did it say it anywhere in the... in the? It comments? might have. We just didn't catch it. Neither of us did. Yeah. Also, the photo that Indy and Frank have on the way to Mexico is of Matahari, which is also... That's, that's really interesting. Oh, what? Yeah. And the Weird. first half of Demons of Deceptions is really great homage to two versions of All Quiet on the Western Front, 1930 yeah. and 1979. Which is Makes sense. I had to read that book. Uh, I read like half of one of them. Uh, you have two more years of war episodes. Yay! Phantom Train, <laughs> Phantom Train of Doom was... Which is what we just watched. Was a movie when it aired, though. And you'll be betting... Makes sense. And you'll be getting more movies, which might make it easier. And there's a couple of funny episodes coming up. I think one in 1917 and one in 1918. That's great. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, Pamela. That was really awesome. Yeah. Um, and now we can talk about Phantom Train of Doom. Phantom Train of Doom. <laughs> which was probably one of my favorite episodes of this show. Like, this hands down. <laughs> was so awesome i really, really enjoyed was. it a lot me too so much i was like thinking to myself 
this might be one of my favorite shows. I can't even believe it. <laughs> I just, all the characters that were brought in, which we'll get to them, were just super great. It's It was a really great episode. Um, so I guess let's just start at the very beginning. I wanted to note that I thought I thought the way it started was very interesting, where it was showing this very beautiful, like, Oceanside bridge, and then mm-hmm. just out of nowhere, Gorgeous. like, like phantom train of doom, like, dun-dun-dun, <laughs> like, just shows up, shows up out of nowhere. It does, and it's, like, this gorgeous, like, seascape in Africa, and it's, like, uh, yeah, dun-dun-dun, like, the music, the music was yeah. great in this episode. Yeah, definitely, and so just a very, very intense start. And it moves very quickly. Like, just a ton it of does. stuff happens in the first ten minutes. It's seriously yeah. insane. Um, let's see. Do I have any time codes coming up? Probably should. Well, have. So, Remy and Indy are uh, in in Africa somewhere. I don't know where. Um, yeah, I don't know where they start. We just know where they yeah. go. <laughs> Which is a lot of places. <laughs> just funny. Um, I'm just going to be laughing through this whole thing because it's so funny. So, Remy and Indy are like... You know, with the Belgian army, and I think uh, Indy gets, like, promoted. Is that what happens? I, th- I think everyone that, that is there gets promoted, it sounds like, from what the yeah. from what the commanding officer said. It yeah, sounded so like they they're kind of got, excited. Yeah. Um, but since they got promoted, they got shipped off to um, uh, where Victoria City. Is that where they're trying to go? They're going to Lake Victoria. I don't... Lake Victoria, that's right. Yeah, I, that's just what they said. Um, yeah. So they're like, okay, now you guys have to go on a train to Lake Victoria. Yes. And Remy, <laughs> Remy was just hilarious this whole episode. I couldn't, oh my God, Remy, oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> just, just the stuff yeah, he, he did. He, he just, did grow on me a bit. He did. He's he's such a complainer this episode. He just is constantly <laughs> rightfully so. Everything is Indy's fault. But like but everything. But Indy's just trying to help, and and Remy's just just up in his face the whole time. Oh my god. Okay, um, so Remy and Indy get on a train, and they're trying to get to Victoria, or Lake Victoria. And it's the wrong train. Like the yell, the guy yells out at him, and he's like, "It's the wrong train. You're going the wrong way." In and in Indy's defense, this guy barely even points to the train. He just says, "At the end of the track," and then right, yeah. And as, you know, yeah. Indy's like all dusty and disheveled. I mean, seriously, he's just his hair is all over the place. Yeah, because where where were they before this? Paris was that where they were? Yeah, but then they were probably fighting. Probably they just didn't show us that. Um, so they get on this train and turns out it's the wrong train. And so they so, get off so they go to at Moshi. this other place. Yeah. Hochi? So they, is that is that where it is? Yeah, Moshi. Moshi. And, which That's apparently right. is the wrong direction because, because what's the, what's the mountain called that they were talking about? Uh, Kilimanjaro. Yes. Kilimanjaro was on the wrong side of the train. Yeah. Indy's like, look, there's Mount Kilimanjaro. Or, no, he said, maybe we should just play this this part. Yeah. Yeah. You, um, are, you, are you there? I'm yes, I am there. Okay. I am there. Here we go. Dude, we should be passing Mount Kilimanjaro on our left any time now. You mean on our right, you just passed it. No, no, that must be some other mountain. We're headed for Nairobi, so it'll definitely be on our left. 
Are you sure? Trust me, if that were Mount Kilimanjaro, we'd be headed for Moshi. And then they're in Moshi. It was and like a great, a great gag. Like a great sight gag. Yeah, because, because uh, what, what part, what part of Africa was India when he went with, uh, that, that was when he was with... With Roosevelt? Yeah. What part of... Uh, I don't remember. Mm. All right. It's okay. Doesn't matter. Um, so they get to Moshi and they head into the first, uh, they head into what looks like a restaurant or something that's just next to the tracks and, um, Indy attempts to ask how to get on the train to Lake Victoria and, um... Pretty much, they get on the wrong train again because because as they're getting on the train, the guy runs out of the restaurant and shouts some things, uh, obviously saying like "No, no, no!" like wrong, like wrong train. Um, yeah. So now they're on the wrong train again. Yeah, but they don't. Um, they don't know, like that they're on the wrong train, do they? No. They so yeah. They the don't train know. breaks down. Yes, <laughs> and then. Based on the fact that Indy thinks they're going in the right direction, he says, oh, well, we have to go this way because clearly if we were traveling north, we have to go south or whatever to get to uh, another place that they, that he knows of. But obviously he's wrong because they're going in the wrong direction. So right. he starts walking, him and Remy start walking across the Sahara and like, and then... The sun starts going down, and Remy's like, that's the wrong direction. That's right, because, yeah, because when, when the train breaks down, it says, they say that it's going to be a week until the train gets working again. And so Indy's like, well, if we're heading this way, just we'll just walk 10 miles to the next. This map says we should be 10 miles from the next train track, so if we just walk this way, 10 and miles. Just get, yeah, he's like, oh, okay, well, we'll just, yeah, we'll just walk this way, but it's literally the wrong direction because... He thought he was all turned around. So Indy is doing a really, really bad job right now. <laughs> and, and why why do neither of them have a compass? Like, I just... I don't know. And the guy gets him for it in the end, too. He's like, what's wrong with you people? You don't have a compass in the middle of Africa? <laughs> I know. Uh, it's oh, just... That... Oh, and poor poor Indy. Like, he just, he's just trying his best. And he Remy. really is. I don't know how they're not starving, honestly. I don't, yeah, I don't know. So then they come across a camp, uh, and they're like, is it Germans? Like, what's up with this? And yeah. uh, this man comes up behind them, makes them put their guns over their head, and walks them down to this uh, this camp. So we're, we're like, are there Germans there? What's going on? They're playing, like, classical music and stuff. And it's and it's filled with a bunch of old people. like just Old people. Old, old- men. Old men and and some weird guy dressed as the clown. I'm I don't yeah. know what? what was. Why is there a clown there? I don't know. But, but we're getting some serious like when Roosevelt was here for the poaching situation. That's what it kind of feels like. It's kind of like those the same tents. Yeah, but pr- pretty much Roosevelt, but just on on drugs basically because it's just. It's just some crazy... I don't know what's happening here. Oh, do you remember when the the dad tries to, like, pour the water over the mom, and it's, like, not the mom? (laughs) And it's Miss Seymour! It's Miss Seymour! (laughs) 
and she's like, she's like, Mr. Jones. Like, it's so funny. <laughs> oh, uh, anyways. Oh, Miss Seymour, I miss her so much. Good times, good times. Um, and, oh, I, I wrote a comment in here and said, thank goodness for GPS and train schedules. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he's like, it's not my fault, like, honestly, the train schedules are crazy here. I don't understand. There aren't any train yeah. schedules. <laughs> so they get to this camp. It turns out they're 300 miles away from where they're supposed to be. But they're like really, really lost. <laughs> yeah, so far away. Um, so previously, the these other two old men are talking about how they need somebody who can um, speak German. Help. Yeah, who can speak German and who knows a lot about trains. And then in walks Indy. Who speaks German and happens to know a lot about trains. Which I wasn't aware. I wasn't aware that he was a professional train expert. Like, I mean, he said that he used to, like, shovel coal. And I'm like, when did you do that? Oh, yeah. but did he do that, like, back in, like, America? I'm not sure. Like, not really when sure. he was in high school, he had, like, a part-time job or something? Like, what's uh, going on? Of shoveling coal? <laughs> I don't I don't know. Sure, His girlfriend, maybe. Nancy Drew? No, his his side job was was working in the in the soda fountain. That was his job, right? Uh, That's right. With that funny hat, yeah, with the hat. Oh man, that feels like a lifetime ago. <laughs> yeah, this this is my description of the camp. As I walk through the camp, you see a bunch of old people and a clown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, so yeah, and then as Indy. And Remy are being walked up to uh, the captain. Indy knows the guy. I, I can't yeah. remember what episode this guy was from. Was he in a previous episode? You know, he says he knew him when he was nine. Um, I can't recall. He I sounded kind of familiar. Yeah, like, I don't remember, and I did not go back to see. Me neither. Because... Uh, <laughs> I was lazy. But, because, um, well, and also because IMDb doesn't help. You can't go no, it does and search help. these episodes. They don't exist on what IMDb. What's the name of this guy? <laughs> <laughs> this is not easy, okay? There's a lot of episodes. It's a lot going on. All right. Um, <laughs> and the 1994 t- <laughs> edits. <laughs> VHS no. edit. They don't um, exist. But, okay. The guy that they're talking to, um, who he knows, um, he's standing next to this other old man. Who's wearing a very eccentric blue suit with like, yeah, like black stripy, and white stripes, yeah, like a stripy blue outfit? I don't. It's like, super fun golf? because we. I don't know. Yeah, like I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. He's looking like a vest and stuff. I just thought I should comment on his outfit. So they realize that that Indy would be perfect for this job that they're that they need to do. So we ha- we don't know what job it is yet, but yeah, um, um, which which you find out later, and it's exciting. Um, it is. <laughs> And then at this part, so so they haven't quite told. So pretty much what what this what this group of guys likes to do is they like to tell Indy that they'll take him someplace, but then but then have something else in mind. Hey, you forget them driving in that car towards the beach that's being bombed, and that, then they have that's, to like that, that's what I'm getting to. So oh okay. So they say like um so Indy's like we'll help you, you get you guys to have a. Yeah, do you guys have transportation to get us to Lake Victoria? And they said, well, the, what was it? The, 
the supply truck won't be here for another couple of days or something. And, yeah. and, and not to mention, Remy is just anxious this whole time because he keeps thinking that if they're going to be late, they're going to be taken to the firing squad because, yeah. because he, of them. He's just convinced like, that the Belgian army is going to Ditching the Belgian them. army, yeah. And so Remy's yeah. just up in arms the whole time with good reason because, you know, he doesn't yeah, know where Indy's at. He doesn't want to die. Yeah. And so, so the... So the supply truck won't be here for a couple of days. So instead they take a, like a jalopy and (laughs) they had had across the Sahara. Um, And, and uh, so they get to a British, the British camp or the British uh, front lines or something. On the beaches. Yes. I guess the Germans are in the ocean. So we and see just, their boats. And just the look of them in this car, they're just piled on top of each other. Like they're they're like, like a seven clown car. They're like seven or eight guys in this jalopy. That probably fits only four. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not even sure if this is a jalopy. I'm probably like wrongly saying what but whatever. Um and so they get to they get to the British camp and there's they're, the camp is being bombed, like, and... Hardcore. Hardcore bomb. Hardcore being bombed. And yeah. so they're just driving across the beach, and I, I don't even think they get hit, but in no. the middle of it, they're just like, we can't be in this car anymore! And they just <laughs> So jump. they throw themselves out of this car, like, while yeah. it's moving, they're all, their bodies, people are just jumping everywhere. And while they're getting bombed, like, there are bombs lighting around them, like, don't you think they would have been safer just moving quickly in the car? There were a lot of Okay, I just have to say, there were a bunch, a bunch of shots and bombs in this episode, and by the Germans, and none of them hit anybody in the main party of this episode. Like, no one got killed, not not one shot hit, but yet every time they fired at a German, they were, like, knocked down like flies. I was like, What? Yeah, it's it's really interesting what a complete 180 this this war episode is doing compared to the other ones because like remember yeah. that episode that we watched a couple back where ev- yeah where, where it was like just the French devastatingly losing yeah. yeah and so this one it just and I really enjoyed this episode a lot because it just it was a lot more campy and just a lot more fun, um, which was definitely what we needed after those very depressing episodes previously. Oh yes. Um, oh yeah. And so I'm not quite sure what happens, but they somehow get into the trenches and um, they start talking to the captain of that area within those trenches. Um, yeah. And and pretty much by this time, I was getting some heavy, like, A-team vibes from this group. Dude. Uh, from this the group old of, A-team? Of, of old men. Yeah. I'm just yeah, like, yeah. Because each guy had their own, like, specific, like, what was it? When when he was calling them off. Oh, do I have a yeah. time code for that? Dang it. I don't have I it. I do. I have it. Of, of um, so, yeah. So, okay. When Indy's not there, they're explaining what they want to do. Their, their right. goal for this mission. Which is to destroy one of the um, biggest guns that the Germans have that is on this train. And so they need to blow up the train, essentially, so that the Germans don't have this weapon. Yeah, because they thought that the that the cannon was out on the ocean, but later found out that it was actually inland. On yeah, the, and so yeah. that they should take the opportunity to... Find um, it. Find it and blow it up. Yeah. It's, it's like this old group of men, though. 
So I guess I could play where they're calling it out. So they bring Indy into the room and he doesn't know what he's there for. He, he honestly thinks he's just going to help out with something, but he has not volunteered for anything. Yeah, so, he's just kind of listening, also, looking a little, like, not interested, just like, yeah. I'm trying to get to Giving some major side-eye and some serious, I, I, I've nicknamed him Indy Eye-Roll Jones because he yes! eye-rolls, like, three times in this in this part. He um, eye-rolls so much in this episode, it's so funny. <laughs> Indy Eye-Roll Jones, honestly, that's, that's his, uh... He already has a nickname. His nickname is Indy, but now he's Indy Iroll Jones. <laughs> yes, Indy Iroll Jones. God, he just, he was so, everyone was so sassy in this episode. It was so awesome. Okay, so I'm just going to play where uh, the main one is going to introduce them. Yeah. Captain, I see your men haven't lost their age. Or the best of the best. Right, your lot, form up. Indy's hair Former is just Marine, insane. Former lighthouse keeper, expert on all things seagoing, including naval artillery. Bill McMillan, former Rodeo man, wildcat miner, demolitions expert. Big Mac to my friends. Mr. Golan, best tracker in Africa. Zoltan, ace mechanic, expert with knives, best clown in Europe. Donald Parks, former secretary to his majesty, former British intelligence, expert strategist. Henry Jones, Jr., Expert on trains, fluent in German. Gentlemen, on behalf of His Majesty, I thank you all for volunteering. Volunteering, and then Indy gives this look like, what? What am I volunteering for? (laughs) Indy was not only confused during this whole episode, but he was just, he was just also fed up. Like, (laughs) these, until, uh, until they got to know the guys. Like, at first, he was just like, why the hell am I here? Yeah, um. He's like, I just wanted to go. And then he goes back to Remy. <laughs> and he has this, this conversation with Remy where he's like, Remy's like, okay, we're going home right now, right? And he's like, uh, uh. He's like, yeah, we are. And then Remy's I have like, to what play. do you mean? <laughs> yeah, just It's so funny. It's just like the most ridiculous conversation between him and Remy, too. Oh, my God, yes. Okay, okay here we go. So the old guys are talking about their, their thing, and, and Indy goes over to talk to Remy. I'm not coming in. Remy's like on the front lines. Fred, you're back. What took you so long? Things have gotten a little more complicated. I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> Just tell me we are going to join our unit before we get caught marshaled. Of course. Of course what? Of course nothing. We're going back to our unit. <laughs> but first I have to run a little errand. What? <laughs> Remy, it'll take me a day, two at the most. What, Aaron? Look, I don't have time to explain. <laughs> hey, wait a minute! What's going on? There's nothing to worry about, I promise. Oh, classic Remy. So funny. So funny. God. I, I definitely like Remy the most in this episode. <laughs> Especially with what he says later. I cannot wait to talk about that. Oh. Um, uh. Such a good episode. He has so many great lines, too. He's just, he's so funny. He just complains to Indy the entire time in his Belgian accent. And it's just, and it's just such a huge 180, because before, 
we're, we're just like ragging on Remy and about him. I know, being, I know, like, I love being it. a terrible husband and just <laughs> and just sleeping with hookers all the time. Like, <laughs> and then he brings up his wife. He's like, I have a wife and children. I God, I know go. he's he's such a dirtbag. <laughs> okay. Oh no, he's not. <laughs> he's just a large fat mouse. He's just a dirtbag. Uh, anyway, uh, so. And damn it, oh, I can't stop laughing. Um, I know this is the funniest episode. I've this is definitely the funniest episode so far. Yeah, and I just have us have his comment. Remy is so done with indie shit. I kind of love it. Um, and then I have another time code where I just thought this was funny. We don't have to play it, but uh, when when Indy finally kind of starts fighting back, saying like I haven't volunteered for anything, and it just goes absolutely nowhere because there's no point. Yeah, um, yeah. I have it queued up right here. So let's. <laughs> listen to it because whether or not Indy's going on this mission oh yeah he has to um okay here we go ain't no good to us wet what do you expect me to carry these forget it you can't just shanghai me off on some mission <laughs> you heard what the general said we're all volunteers I didn't volunteer then I order you to go you can't I'm not in your army don't spit right the answer's no I'm not going on some suicide mission with a bunch of creaky old geezers who belong in a retirement home. I'm a captain, you're a lieutenant, an order's an order. And then he grabs the dynamite, because he's going. Yeah. So it's just, it's, this this group of guys is just so interesting. Um, And then my, my note right after that is, this episode is already way more exciting. It is. And, and then the, one of them, so the next morning, are we there yet? Or do you want to Are talk we there? about any? Uh, they just, like, camp out. Oh, I kind of liked what they said about um, where they camped out that night, and Indy kind of talks about how they all kind of got together. Yeah, they kind of, like, I mean, we don't really have to talk about it. They just basically have, like, um, old wisdom, and they one of them says, um, you guys always just uh, don't, something about how you don't, you don't listen to the ones with experience. You just think you know what you're doing. Well, and yeah, they also brought up that the the war just didn't feel like they needed them because of their mm-hmm. age. Like they just felt yeah. like once they got to a certain age, they just weren't needed anymore. Yeah, which and, is and they like didn't feel the same stupid way. because right because yeah. they're like we have all this knowledge that you guys could use, and um, now we have to do it on our own. And then the next morning, Indy like wakes up and the rodeo guy like gives him so much crap because he got the like his bag wet with the bomb or the guns or the the what That's is it right. the, yes the powder in it or whatever and so after they camp out they're heading into the german camp which is where they needed indy they had said um and so a lot of the guys have accents so it's it's definitely pulling kind of like a inglorious bastards like yes. pretending to speak italian type so of thing hard. Yes. Um, Or, or Michael Fassbender, you know, as a spy, as a German spy, like, or American trying to be a German. Yeah. Yeah. Or that. That's what I got from that. That was a very serious situation. (laughs) So basically to make up for that, Indy was going to be the only one who talks to the soldiers and everyone else was just going to pretend to be drunk and they were going to be singing like, oh, the only German song that they know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was pretty funny. They just, like, sloppily, like, fall into the camp, 
and um and the second they get in india's like okay let's get what we need or let's just let's just head through because i guess they didn't need anything from the camp they just needed to go through it to get yeah. to the to get to the track that the that the phantom train was using mm-hmm. and so um india was like cool so let's just head let's just head straight on through and they're like no let's let's go around and like grab some stuff <laughs> yeah especially the toilet paper yeah definitely still toilet paper <laughs> like all the toilet paper yeah all of it and so and he goes into the bathroom to like steal the toilet paper and a german comes in and he's like what are you doing are you stealing the toilet paper he's like no my uh my officer has dysentery that's right <laughs> yeah oh god uh, and then they just like beat him up and they leave they're like we got the we got the toilet paper this is serious business yeah they're like, leave no outhouse unturned. <laughs> yeah. Um, which turns out to be like, because the toilet paper has like information on it. And we learn later, um, you know, like it's yeah, the toilet like a, paper, a roster. Yeah. The toilet paper is just old papers that could have notes on it that, that mm-hmm. they're just not using anymore. Yeah. Um, which is what they use to figure out where the train went. But we have not reached that part yet. We have not. Um, so it's nighttime and they beat up that guy and then somehow Indy and the other guy end up on one of those push wheel things. How does that happen? Um, didn't they, didn't they go grab it? So, so while they were stealing the car, weren't they grabbing the, the, the teeter-totter cart? Yes. Or whatever. I honestly don't know what that thing is called. A teeter-totter cart is probably the best way to describe it. Um, <laughs> because I don't, I don't know, know what else to call it. Yeah, what else do you call that thing? What's its um, purpose? Like, what purpose does it serve? It's it's basically a non-electric-powered cart, so you can at least still get across the, get across the tracks. It's just I, I, so I much think. pumping that you have to do to, like, get this thing to move, you know? It just seems like Indy's, like really pushing it like going up and down with this lever thing trying to get himself across trying to catch up with a fucking train yeah which is crazy town how would you catch up with a train on one of these teeter-totter things i mean if the train ever stops to shoot the british soldiers they would catch up to it that way eventually i mean uh, unless they got to a piece of the track that was abnormally hilly it just it's a okay Whatever. It's just funny. I don't know. So it, it, it was nice seeing um, an unbuttoned indie uh, oh. pumping, pumping the teeter totter cut. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like his shirt's like fully unbuttoned too. Yeah, and he's got some yeah. good abs. He does. He's he's a cute guy. He really is. Like you he's know, really adorable. Yeah. Um. So they see. So okay, the car with all the other old guys is at one side of the track. And then Indy and one other guy are on the teeter-totter thing on the other side of the track. And in the middle is the train with the the gun on it. Yes. And so they see the train leaving them. And then the car on the other side sees the train coming towards them. Yes. And then the train goes into like a dip, like I guess a valley kind of thing. And then the train does never gets to the guys. And then Indy and the other guy lose the train so they don't know where it went it's like a mystery it's a phantom train yeah because because the which is weird because they're looking down the stretch of track that they were at there was no breaking off track 
There, there I wasn't. know. They were just seeing Again, the track. Why would you not see right towards them? Yeah, exactly. Because either way, whether or not it was hidden in a mountain, yeah. a train can't just tra- lift off of a track. There was clearly like a break in the track. So you should just figure out the fact that between the two people, that there was a time when the train could have turned, and that's where you go. Like, where? Where else would it go? It's not like a train could, yeah, can just pick itself up and turn the other way. Yeah, it needs I, to I'm have not a track. sure why. I'm not sure why they had to follow the the telephone line to to that find they it. Figured out that the Germans bought a ton of telephone line because of the toilet paper that they stole. Yes, because of the informational toilet paper. And then they like follow the line underneath the red the red dirt, and then like go sideways and follow it right into a mountain. Yeah, they follow where the track breaks. This is all very <laughs> exciting, by the way. I mean, it's it's fun. It's like they're just trying to... It's, it's like a, a fun little adventure, like, trying to figure out this where this train went. Yeah, I, I was getting some serious, like, legit Indiana Jones movie vibes from this. Like, yes. just, the, yes. just the, the campiness, the, the mystery, the clues. Yeah, yeah all of it's it. Great. I love it. And uh, so they finally get they to... They reach this mountain... They get to a dead end, basically. Yeah. And <laughs> it looks like all hope is lost, and Indy goes up to the mountain, and all of a sudden there's a knife that just, like, comes right next to his face. Yeah, because the, cause the professional knife thrower guy of, of the A-team um, yeah. just, just chucks it, like, right next to Indy's face. And uh, then he kind of rips it apart, and it turns out that the mountain... Is like a, a door. It was like a that huge door. Open. Which I yeah. don't know how the Germans had enough time to put this together. To fill in the. To, to put the. It's been like 20 minutes, okay? The train goes into this thing, then they have to seal the outside of the mountain somehow so it doesn't look like there's a door there. Yeah. You know, like. With mud, I suppose, but like still. That would be very clear that there was there was a door on the side of this mountain, but okay. Yeah, with just mud and, like, camouflage-looking fabric? Like, because it looked like it was just covered in some type of fabric of some kind. Yes. So, so they get inside, and the Germans yes. are working on this train. And then some of the Germans are asleep there, and then the other ones are awake, and they're like, there's this pretty majestic-looking train... And guarding and his... guarding the Hogwarts Express. Yes, it seriously looks like the Hogwarts. It's like the Hogwarts all Express. foggy in this mountain. It looks yeah. like it's like you're in St. Pancras. Like it's and, like and just the front crest just looked like yeah yeah Hogwarts. Legit, just hilarious. Um, so the the German. What are we gonna call Indy and his little troop of old men? But they're like, let's, the, let's the old geezers. Something. I want to call them, like, the A-team, but, like, something else. I mean, the, you can call them the A-team. The 80 team The aged team. The aged team. <laughs> the, aged, the aged team. There you go. <laughs> the aged <laughs> team. <laughs> okay. Um, Perfect. So the aged team plus Indy are going into the, to get this train, and so they start putting the explosives, like, all around the train. So they're all kind of separated, and they all each have their own thing that they have to do. Yes. Um, they put the timer on, and then... <laughs> the Germans start to kind of like nose them up and like so they wake up the other Germans 
Um, well, no, they, they they get an order on where to take the train and where to yeah. where to shoot. So so they're just getting up to get the train ready to go. Right, right, right. So they're getting ready to go. But meanwhile, the H team plus Indy are stuck, like in the mountain. And yeah, they've they've set the timer or like they've set the really timer, close. but they didn't get out. Like they have no out method because the door was locked. I I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, don't, I don't this know. whole situation was hilarious because they get down. And Why they're they all yelling exited? at each other. I think I just have to, we have to play that that part where they're just yelling at each other, like underground. Yeah, but why couldn't they have just exited where the train exits, where they came in? Because th- that was the train exit, right? But maybe there's just too many people over there now. I mean, maybe, possibly. Yeah. All right. Oh my so God, I'm so far behind on this video. I need it. I need to get up. Um. Let's see. They are convinced that they can't get out somehow. Um. Indy even, like, impersonates a, a, a German sh- shol- soldier at one point. Um, but that's after this this uh, whole part here. I have to... I have to get this. Did I put a... Did I put a number? Oh, yes, I did. I did. Okay, good, because I didn't. Okay. Here we Show. Set the for seven minutes. Right. This is the whole situation. So they're trying to get out of here. It's locked. Well, we should be safe enough down here, alright? What are you talking about? The whole mountain's about to blow up. <laughs> I love that line. Trouble. Did he say five people. minutes? Could have yeah. been four. Better make it three. So he puts the timer. So let's go. Come on. What you guys waiting for here? The door's locked. We can't stay here. The whole mountain's gonna blow. That's just what I said. Too late for anything. You're gonna do something! Don't panic. Don't panic. Three, two, one. Nothing happened. Doesn't blow up because of the faulty timer. What happened? Nothing. So the the timer's faulty. And they didn't blow Like, seriously, I thought that was just hilarious that they didn't blow up. And the Indy was like, the whole mountain's gonna blow up. And then, like, the other guy says the exact same thing. Like, what are you guys still like, doing here? The whole mountain's gonna blow up. And, and then the Australian one's just like, there's nothing we can do about it. He's <laughs> like, we're gonna die with this mountain. He's like, we should be safe down here. He's like, no, we're not. Yeah. <laughs> oh, anyways. So, um, then they were like, then they're like, okay, well, we're gonna escape with the train. That, that's, that's the other option. Um... So then there's this, in, like, incredible, like, running on top of a moving train sequence where the, the guys are, like, jumping from train to train car to train car. And, like, the Germans start shooting at them and they realize <laughs> that they put this bomb on the, tra- well, they don't realize they put the bomb on the train, but the everybody needs to get to the front part of the train so that they can cut the back part off that can blow up and the rest of them can escape. That the yeah. H team can escape. 
So it's like this big, funny heist situation. And then one of them ends up having to walk on a wire between the two halves of this moving train. Yes. Can you believe that? No. The fact that he was tight roping across? No. <laughs> tight roping across this while being shot at. By but, not, but never getting hit, because they would always hit the Germans, but the Germans would never hit them. Yes, this is, yes, yes, honey. This whole episode is them hitting the Germans and none of them hitting them. I know. It's just, it's, it's great. I, I really, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> I know. Um, and then let's see. So... Just just a lot so of funny they, stuff happens on this train. Like, what was it? Oh, before they even had the train get out, <laughs> we didn't even talk about this. Indy has to stall because they're going to try and reset the timer yes, to go off. he stalls as a German kid. Yes, he stalls uh, to be to be the coal shoveler. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. just like his old job. Or whatever, we were talking about it before. Um, yeah. and, and he was just... He was just pressing all these levers, and the guy was just getting so angry at him, just being like, "No, don't touch that!" And he was just like, yeah. and and Indy stalling. was, and Indy was like shoveling when the door of the of the uh, uh, what is it, the furnace would close, and this guy was just like, "What the hell? Who do I have working for me?" Like, <laughs> yeah. it was so funny. Um, oh, so fast paced this episode. Yeah. So just just a lot of crazy stuff happening, and then. So they escape on the first part of the train. They they're running away, and yes. then again, it doesn't the work. Timer doesn't go off, right? Yeah, it like they're like, well, shit. Now we have to go back. And yeah, get- Indy, Indy stops this train dead stop way yeah. too quickly every time. Yeah. Like he he just stops, he stops it. the front part of the train and backs up. Yes, basically reconnects um, with the can with the cannon yeah re- and, reconnects it and yeah. then drives off yeah so all this time they're shooting germans down like like it's nothing else and yeah, i guess they killed I, them i think all. by now i think by now all the germans are well no by this time the first half of the of the bombs oh no before before they reconnected that's right okay so <laughs> only only the back half of the of the train exploded not not the cannon yes, part not the cannon so, part so which all is the germans were dead but they still had the cannon part and they didn't want mm-hmm. the germans to go back and still be able to use the cannon so that's why they backed up and reconnected and then continued on so they so then they were gonna give the cannon as like a present to the captain and be war heroes because they would have had a crazy german weapon in their possession yeah so they connect the train back drive it away again and then they need to blow up the the cannon well, no, by now, they're going to give the cannon as a present to the captain and just give... Oh, yeah. That, that's their plan, is to just head back to the right. British camp and just give them the cannon. With the cannon. Yes. Right, 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 right. But, of course, they... That doesn't work. They run into the German army along the way. Yes. And... Yes. Somehow they... get off the train without being shot again. Yes. And so they decide to just give the cannon back to the Germans, but... One um the 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 captains what was his name his name was uh Salou Captain Frederick Frederick Salou or something was that his name 
Mm-hmm. I think so. The main captain guy, he apparently is a crazy, like, sniper rifleist. Yes. And he... So he shoots... He shoots the dynamite in the German... In the German soldier's hand. Yeah. And it blows up the entire train. Just in this beautiful, like, minute-long, like, just explosion. <laughs> giant, giant train explosion. I mean, we're talking, like, fugitive-style, like, huge train explosion over here. Oh, wait, to backtrack a little bit, do you remember, do you remember hearing, uh, the, what was this, the guy from Texas, I think? He, he said, or from somewhere, uh, somewhere in, in America. He's from Texas. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you hear him say ADOs? <laughs> oh, no. He says ADOs when he's on. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I, I think when that's they a, first. That's a callback to our um, True Grit. To True flow. Grit. Oh, my God. Yeah. Matt Damon. So great. But we only started saying ADOs because of him after that movie. Oh, yeah. That, that, was, that was the first time we'd heard it. Mm-hmm. Which but, I guess Texans probably say, I suppose. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not sure. But yeah, I just had to bring that up because it was, we used to always say that to each other. Um, and we still yeah. do. Sometimes. Um, so then after the huge explosion, where do they go after that? I think they had they go back to, they head back to camp. They go back to the beach. Yeah. And then, uh, Remy's there. And, uh, Remy and, so, okay. Remy and Indy are talking and Indy's telling Remy, I guess what happened and that they're going to go home while the, uh, age team is in the uh other room talking about this um german leader that they really wanted to capture yes so that they could um uh because they've been they've been looking for him for years apparently who's a real Um, historical figure i found him oh nice he's such a cool guy too i mean i know he's a german but uh, I mean, the character. Least, his character is so funny. At least this sounds like him. Uh, he was called the Lion of Africa, and he definitely uh, he he was known as one of the best uh, like military leaders to to lead like very successful uh, militaristic operations and stuff. So he was very successful. Wow! And he he commanded a lot of forces in German East Africa. So I, be- oh. I believe this is him. Cool. What's his name? His name is Paul von Leto Vorbeck. Cool. All right. Well, they're trying to get him. And uh, unbeknownst to Indy, again, uh, they're like, well, we need to go down south through this German camp uh, to get you back home. And we'll all just go with you. Yeah. So we'll, we'll just escort you. Yeah. We'll escort you through German German area to get to Lake Victoria. Yes, because because by this time when when before Indy left, Indy said, "Remy, just give me like one or two days." It, apparently Indy was gone for a week. Yeah, Remy's like so pissed. He's like, "You been gone for a week? We're going to get court-martialed. <laughs> we're going to we're going to get killed. We're going to get court-martialed. We're going to get shot." Um so, so they disguise themselves as settlers um in a yeah. in a wagon. In a, a horse, like a, a covered wagon. Don't, don't know where they got these bulls from. Or, like, cows. Yeah, giant cows. And they're... Really big cows. And they're just wagoning across the Sahara. <laughs> and and Remy is the one in the woman's outfit. <laughs> because they did He's didn't... got this whole dress getup and, like, a bonnet. Because they didn't have any other disguises in his, in his size. 
Did you notice when Remy, like, lifted up his skirts, there was, like, you could, like, see his, his breeches? Like, it was really weird. It was, like, a... Yeah, this breech... I had to, like, go back and watch it again. I was like, what the... When when did he lift them up? flesh-colored. I don't know. Oh. It was, it was when he was sitting at, on the on the wagon. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh. Interesting. But they had a funny little back and forth in the, in the wagon about... <laughs> about, uh... What was it? Oh, no, it was afterwards when the Germans caught them. Sorry, we can continue. Um, so... Well, I mean, you could you could play that when the Germans catch them. Cause, oh, well, the, oh, first of all, the, the good shot shoots down um, somebody riding a horse. Shoots, shoots, a, the saddle, shoots the saddle off of a horse without hurting the mm-hmm. horse or the person. Or, just, the, or the person. Yeah, but just unties the, the saddle, which is just amazing. Which is insane. Um, and, and it was a courier. It was a mail courier. And they could tell. And they're like, oh, well, th- the, that person's messages could be very important to us. So they decided to just shoot it. Um, and uh, the guy knows her because he knows her mother was a very big uh, pilot. And also, I guess, a, a former lover of this man. The mom? Yeah. Of this woman that they capture. And so was the mom a pilot for the Germans, or was the mama pilot for a, for the other side? I think she's German, um, but it wasn't like there was a war going on when her mother was a pilot. So, but then, she but then she German said, pilot. But, but then she said, "What would your mom think of you being a message carrier for the enemy?" He says that. Oh well, she definitely has like an accent. Yeah. Um, but it's like a. It doesn't sound like a British accent or anything. So yeah. Um. But anyway, so they, they take her as their prisoner, and um, and so they... Indy kind of has a moment with her because Because they have to make camp for the evening, because uh, they don't get caught by the Germans till the morning. So they make camp, and Remy apparently cooks everyone dinner, <laughs> and... Because he loves food. Because he loves food. Because he's a little rat. <laughs> and, um, and, and Indy's... Indy's interested or intrigued by this girl because he's, like, staring at her, like, intensely around the fire. And then they're like, let me go feed the prisoner. And he's like, no, 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 no. I'll, I'll do it. I got it. I got it. I, I got it. Yeah, I can do it. And then... They're all watching him talk to this this woman. Yeah, because she's trying to, like, freak him out by being all seductive and, like, kiss his hand before eating the food. And But... So that was just a very interesting little... because And it's funny because... The lady knows why they're there, but Indy doesn't know why they're there. He's just like... No, he has no idea. Yeah, he's just like, we'll let you go when we're done. We're just trying to get... We're just trying to get to the Belgian army. And she's like, what are you... No, you're not. Like, I know what you're doing. And he's like, what are you talking about? Yeah, he's like... She's like, I know you're going to try to get... Capture this other guy. And he's like, we're not doing anything. I don't... I don't know anything about that. Girl, you crazy. Um, we're not doing any of that. Yeah, so then then they get captured by the Germans. Yes, the next morning. Um, Do you have a time clip for that? No, I don't. I, ha- I have it for just after that, and I and I don't want to lose. Okay. I don't want to lose the one I have. So okay. Just well, just that. okay. Well, you can play that one because really they get captured and and they're like, "Who are you fooling, Remy?" You're like, "Yeah." Well, um, basically the Germans the Germans are like jokingly hitting on Remy because he's because he's wearing the 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 woman's clothes and they're like oh is this your wife and Indy's like yes you know she's very she's very portly and, <laughs> and 
And then they're like, this is a man. And then, you know, it's whatever. <laughs> he is so portly. And he's, he's like, you'd be an ugly woman or something. Like, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then they go into the camp and uh, the captain reunites with Captain Leto. Captain, or Colonel, Colonel Van, Van Leto. Oh my God, I cannot say yeah. his name. Uh, and then they get put in jail. And, <laughs> and <laughs> Remy is... <laughs> Done. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, just to give you a picture about what Remy looks like right now, he's completely removed the bonnet. So he's wearing, like, he's got his bald head, his glasses on, and then just this big kind of moo-moo thing that goes right up to his neck with all these frilly, like, it's like a frilly collar. Yes. Like a button frilly collar thing. Yes. And he looks ridiculous. Okay, you can play And it. he's just screaming at Indian. <laughs> it's so <laughs> great. Okay, here we go. Wonderful! Brilliant! I've told you this stupid disguises wouldn't work! It's disguises. Disguise! The disguises! Disguise! Don't matter! Look what you've got me into! <laughs> oh, great, so now suddenly it's all my fault. It's not suddenly your fault, it's always been your fault! You are the one who got this lost in the first place, idiot! Well, you're the one who listened to me. What does that make you? <laughs> you bigger idiot! That's what I am forever, listening to you! Gentlemen, please, oh some <laughs> So, and, and Remy is so angry that he pronounces disguises as disquizzes. <laughs> And I, I had to listen to that over and over again. And just, okay, just so you so know, funny. the rest of this episode is all ridiculous hilarity. Like, oh I just God. can't. From this point on, it's just, it's all fun and games. It's so stupid. It's, it's not stupid. It's just, it's ridiculous. It's so funny. It's so amazing. I just, I, wow. I just can't. Uh <laughs> And so, oh, so before, before getting captured by the Germans, they hid the prisoner girl, the, lady. the prisoner girl, and yeah. one of their guys. So they were both yeah. down in the, whatever. In the wagon. Yeah, in the wagon, hiding. And so they weren't caught. So they're the ones that aren't in jail. Um, mm-hmm. And so when night comes, the guy gets out, and he gets into the jail, and gives doesn't say anything and just gives the guy a cigarette and then the guy says something in German and then he goes, "Dude, I don't know what you're saying." Like it, like <laughs> I, I think he was the Australian one. Yeah. And he goes like, "Dude, I don't know what you're saying, but I, I'm gonna need your keys." And then, <laughs> yeah. And it was so. And then just from there, it just gets crazy because the girl, this girl, I, I liked her. She was she was very yeah, she, she's good. She's very committed. I'll say that she is. And she yeah. she like kicks her way out of the wagon. And, you know, some stuff topples over because she kicks the door open and these soldiers come by and she's like, she's like, get the shit off of me! And she's like yelling. And it's so funny. Yeah. So they're all like trying to escape now. Yes. Um, but they also want to escape with the guy. So they have to find what's what Von Leifen or whatever. Von, Von Leto. Uh, like Jared, Von like Leto. Jared Leto. Leto. <laughs> okay. Leto. I'll just call him Leto. Yeah. So they go to try and find him. They're trying to, like, figure out where he is, right? And then they, like, find him and knock him out somehow? Oh, no. He's he's just in his tent. They, they, yeah. they, they run through 
so there's a bunch of tents set up and there's a spotlight showing and at one point they definitely were in front of the spotlight i think like they're yeah um but they didn't get caught so they they get into the tent and they just capture him and they just have him just have him walk and then once they once they toss him into the hot air balloon bucket that's when he knocks himself out (laughs) (laughs) yeah Can we just get to the hot air balloon part? Because that's the best part. Sure. They're, I, I don't even know how they get to the hot air balloon. So, like, yeah, let's just okay. jump to the hot air balloon. Okay. I don't know what happens The rest them. of the... Okay. So, Emmy... Or, sorry. Indy <laughs> and Remy. Well, yeah. I just put them together. Um, Indy and Remy end up in, in a balloon. And they don't know that they're in, the, in a balloon. The other... The rest of the age team is, is in a car. So, they're trying to escape in a... Another, um... Jalopy. What was it? A jalopy. <laughs> Why are you laughing so hard at that? It's a, it's a funny word. I know, I really love that word. I learned it from Spongebob, and I just, I've always loved that word. <laughs> so funny. So they're in a jalopy again. And yes. then, um, so they're trying to escape, but Indy, Leto, who's knocked out, and Remy are in a in the basket of the balloon and the balloon starts to rise yeah they turn it on somehow i don't i'm not sure because they didn't even know they were in a hot air balloon until until one of the german soldiers was like hi you guys are idiots standing in a hot air balloon basket and then they're like hot air balloon and then they start going (laughs) they didn't even know no they had no idea So they're slowly <laughs> rising, and people keep just, like, jumping on the basket, and Indy's, like, punching them in the face, and Remy's, like, dropping <laughs> bags of rice on them, or something. I don't even know, like, heavy... No, he's dropping He's dropping the sandbags that make the balloon go higher. So you, you drop all the weight, and the balloon gets, you know, lighter and lighter, so it goes higher. That's, that's right, because th- there were some yeah. on the outside, plus the ones laying on the inside. So one of the guys like pulls Indy down with him and he's hanging on a rope with a German. Yeah, two trying ropes. to beat him beat him up. And they're just kicking each other. In the middle of the sky. <laughs> he's like, Remy, help me. He's like, Remy, aren't you gonna Remy. help me out? <laughs> and Remy keeps trying to drop like very, very precisely drop a sandbag on somebody's head so that he he drops on the right guy and not Indy. Yeah. Um meanwhile, below the car is like, okay, well, come down. You guys need to come down. They're like, we don't know how to get down. Yeah, we don't the, know the captain keeps shouting like, you have my prisoner. Give him to me. And Indy's like, it's like, we don't want him. And they're just like, guys, like yeah, we'll like, just throw him down to you. And they're like, no. <laughs> no, because no more people can fit in that jalopy. It had like six people in it. It can't, <laughs> no, okay. it can't all stick an unconscious man. So meanwhile, all this is happening. The Germans are shooting at them. Like, pe- people are getting, like, trying to shoot them down. No one's getting hit. No one's getting hit by, again, no one's getting hit by any any guns here. Nothing. Yeah, no, no. N- nothing. This balloon is flying through the camp. There's a car underneath it. They try to toss the rope down, and... And it wasn't rope, attached, like, so they just throw the It wasn't attached rope. to anything. I, I think I should play that part, because <laughs> Remy gets so upset with Indy. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> what is he not? I mean, it's just hilarious, though. He, like, is floating. They throw the rope down. Oh, wait, did, um, did Remy talk about his wife already and his kids? I think he did. Oh, yeah. It was a I while did ago. 
God. Oh, yeah. He's like, he's like I, can you think about my children without a father? And Indy's like, Remy, calm down. I, I also love their maniacal laughter, like, whenever they... What was it? No! Alzana, do you remember the part? Do you remember the part? Oh, no! Indy, like, over-exaggerates something. When they, when they first lift up, lift up on the hot air balloon... And Indy, and they're, like, punching the guys from getting into the... And there was, like, maybe, like, six or seven guys. And and the second they get high enough, Indy and Remy, like, have this weird, like, maniacal laughter. And Indy is like, <laughs> Remy, did you see? We, like, punched off, like, 80 guys! Yeah. And Remy's yeah. like, and Remy's like, yeah, you know, it was more like six or seven, but yeah, it was so awesome! <laughs> like, okay, I gotta find that. I have to find it. I'm sorry if this is such a mess, but really, it's a—it's uh, all fun. It really, it really is. There's a ton of stuff happening in this episode. There, there's a, so much that's going on. Like, okay. Okay, here here we go. Ah! Ah! The, the punches. Before the basket got lifted up. Now the basket's getting lifted up. If he gets cooled down, and they're like excited about it. Like 80 guys. Yeah, okay. Okay, here we go. I'm gonna go back to the part where, where Indy is climbing up the rope again, which we just heard before. I'm sorry about everybody listening. It's really a crazy situation. I mean, you're just listening to the music, but. But it's just got some great, some great lines in there. Okay, here we go. Watch out for those motorcycles! Right off. The bullshit that that's trying to see you injured! Oh, kid, it's my fault! Where were you? Okay, okay. <laughs> now that we've listened. Indy and Remy <laughs> need to. They need to reevaluate their friendship. Uh, okay, so the car goes away and off the. The balloon floats. Floats across this, you know, the savannah with Remy, Indy, and. Leto. Yes. It, and so now they're with this German guy who Indy will not stop comparing to his own father because of the way that this guy talks to him. Yeah. Um, and it's really great. And, and Remy's just so upset with Indy. Like, they're just... 
just bickering the entire time. And they start bickering with this this guy. Did you have anything? Did you want to play like the compass part or anything? Or um, I have. I like what uh, I liked at the very end when Indy like had his gun aimed at him, like at the very end. Um, but the mm-hmm. but the compass part while they're inside, basically where they're saying if if they're going south, like the or no, is it yeah, south? If they're going south, like then the Germans would get them. And if they're going north, then like. The British would get them, so it's like yeah. So so the, who, they're who's like, going to have to surrender to who? Yeah, and and of course, Leto's the only one who has a compass, and so he he tries to bluff and be like, "Well, surrender now," and they're mm-hmm. like, "Wait, wait, wait, wait. Let's see the compass," and they're actually going the right direction. But the hot air balloon is so slow, the that, Germans catch up with them anyway. That the Germans catch up and start shooting them and start shooting holes in the in the hot air balloon. So they're shooting holes in the hot air balloon and then Indy has to go up and climb the net of the hot air balloon and patch it up like while they're moving. And in and, the all, sky. and all while Remy is just just yelling at him and telling him that he needs to work faster. And yeah, cuz he's just like I'm gluing as fast as I can and he's just like oh god these two so then there's a part where it's like Mad Max Fury Road over here. They're all going towards this balloon that's like slowly, slowly, slowly getting closer to the ground. And so they're trying to dump all their stuff on this on this basket, but it's not really working. Yeah. They're catching up. They're, they're going to like they start to get really, really close to them. And then all of a sudden they go off a cliff and yeah. the hot air balloon like flies off and the obviously the Germans have to stop and so they get away. Yeah, they're so it, it close crazy. that they even start surrendering and then just they just yeah. they just head off a cliff and it's just like a straight drop. Ugh. So then they're flying away and then eventually a plane comes. Yes. Because, and then starts while, shooting at them. Because while they were in the camp, um the age team like messed up the plane and so this this lady is just yelling at these poor soldiers like you know fix the plane hurry up like she's very what does she remind me of she reminds me of like she reminds me of the character in the fourth indiana jones played by kate blanchett who's just like screaming at the people yes she's like also german is she not i i believe so wasn't she Mm-hmm. i don't know but yeah she's just this lady is just so committed and so she gets in the plane and she comes by and they have they have like this machine gun like in the hot in the hot air balloon with them (laughs) yes and so so they didn't think to use before but okay nope i guess not um which really so remy uses it first and she's shooting a few holes in the in the hot air balloon and and indy's like we don't have that many patches left like we really need to shoot her down and yeah. So Remy shoots her and hits hits the plane. Yeah, and she starts smoking, so she starts to turn around, but she was gonna make one more pass until like, she has to land. Yeah, before she had to land, and then Indy takes the gun. Oh and, my! And what did they call God. it? They called it like lift up or sorry, lift. What did they call it? They Whatever it was, you have to put it on something. Like you can't just hold this gun and shoot it. You have to rest it. On something, so Remy's like, "You have to rest it on the side of the basket, Indy." And he's like, 
no, I got this. He's like, he's like, I don't need no, like, what did he call it? Whatever. But it's called like lift up or something. I don't even know. Yeah. Lift up. And he, he's holding this thing and he shoots it and it just, it gets out of control. So it goes up and it shoots up into the top of the air balloon and shoots all these holes into the air balloon. Yeah. And so by this time, the balloon is beyond repair. So they're, they're just slowly heading towards a tree. down. Heading towards some trees. Coming down to some trees. And we get some insane, like, landing on tree action. I swear to God, this... This episode was probably so expensive. I mean, I have no doubt in my mind that they were actually filming in Africa. And... Oh, most definitely. All of this is just so much money. Like, I don't know what... The whole situation is just... It's incredible. It's it's a a large feat. It's just interesting how, how on location everything looks, but then when they're first getting off the boat in the very beginning, it looks like they're walking in front of a conveyor belt and green screen. Did you see yeah, that? I mean, in front yeah, of that boat? I did. Yeah. So, but either way, that could have just been so they land. They land on top of these trees. They, and they bump really hard into a tree. They bump, they hit this tree, and they go flying. Like, yeah. it's like their bodies just scatter. Yeah. It's hilarious. Um, and they realize that they're right next to a bunch of of lions. Yeah, which which they dropped their guns earlier, so the so the guns had fallen towards the lions or something. Mm-hmm. And then the lions start eating the guns, which was again interesting. We have all of these lions in this. Like, there's a whole pride of lions in this show. Yeah, like, probably wild lions. I mean, I don't know where they got them from. Who who knows, man? I don't. I have no idea where where, where they get those those uh, buffalo when they were when they were in disguise. Oh and, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Buffalo. Okay. Maybe. So then then Leto gets this idea. He's like, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna yell at them. Um, I did like that the the rest of this episode was like Leto basically being like, okay, why don't you consider your choices. In this situation, I'm a very smart person who considers all the choices before I make an action, you know, like, and so that's kind of the idea where he's like, we could do this, but we could also do this and this. There's like different options and, and, uh, they consider them before they make it, make a choice. Um, in this case, he's like, well, we're going to yell at them or we could walk over to the blinds and hope they're not hungry so they don't eat us. Um, or we could like try something else. So then Leto starts yelling at them, and then they they run away. Yeah, basically, he just sounded very scary, and they all just scattered. Um, yeah. But then... But then, uh... So everyone's at, like, a gun standpoint. And the the girl shows up. What was her name? Margaret? I think her name was Margaret. Oh, the, you forgot about the part where they eat the slug. But anyways... Um, oh, they eat the termite. Or the Like, the large termite. Or yeah. something. Was that um, Well, I really did... Yeah, it was like a giant termite. And I really did like that, like, Leto was, like, um, teaching them about being a leader. And, like, teaching them about what it means to, like, be, uh, you know, have a hostage and stuff. You know, it was kind of, like, interesting. That's right, yeah. Because when they were... When they were finding a different... Oh, that's right. When So the hot air balloon must have gone down... And then they were taking him somewhere. And then they had they had Leto in between both of them. And Leto was like, you shouldn't do that. You should always have your prisoner just in front of you. Mm-hmm. So that they he don't... can see everything he's doing. Yeah, so that he doesn't try to 
you know, and then he, he shows him by example. He like grabs Indy and like turns him around and uses him as a shield, and then mm-hmm. and then Indy like e- like easily like flips him flips over. him over. Yeah, but still he uh, yeah he had a lot of good advice because again this historical figure was very very good strategist and a very good military leader. Mm-hmm. So then the ladies plane is down and she um, meets up with them and basically kind of they have like a standoff where. She's aimed her gun at Indy, and then Indy has his gun at Leto, and then uh, uh, Remy comes up and aims his gun at her, and so it's kind of like a what are we going to do now kind of situation. And basically, Remy and um, Indy decide to let the girl and Leto go, and for some reason they all don't kill each other. Like, I don't know why, but they just chose to not kill each other, and... uh, yeah, I actually liked they let what, them go. what Indy said at the end of this, where he was uh, weighing his decisions. I have a time code for that. I really liked what what he had said. Let's, I'm going to play it. This calls for clear military thinking. Examine your options and weigh the consequences. Option one, we shoot you both and try to escape on foot. Consequence, your army tracks us down and kills us. Not sure I like that one. Option two. You and Bullseye hop in that plane and fly away. While Remy and I shout Bon Voyage. Consequence. We keep on walking and you turn your army around. How can you be said? I guess you have better things to do than to track down two Belgian officers trying to return to their unit. A soldier's first duty is to obey orders. Second to survive. Since we were never given any orders, have to survive. I guess we'll just have to survive. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Leto was was a really cool character. Even though I'm pretty sure and Indy he... kept comparing him to his dad. He was just like, "That's exactly what my dad would say." Yeah. So I don't know why he was so nice to them at the end. Uh. Because you'd think, since they were enemies, he wouldn't have let them survive. But who knows? I don't know. Yeah, well, maybe maybe he it was is what it is. Maybe he was a softy. This is a pretty fantastical episode. So that's true. I was reading. I was reading all the little, uh, what was it? Like little things during the credits. It said, you know, like this is purely fictitious. Like even though some of the characters that Indy comes in contact with are are based on real people like the the events are are highly dramatized <laughs> like it says it, <laughs> it says it there at the very end oh i thought that was that funny. is true yeah yeah highly dramatized um so even yeah, though it says what what does it say oh I never mind continue. um no yeah uh, yeah so even though it's like it was really dramatized. It was really fun. Like, so Indy and um, Remy end up walking in. They get picked up by the age team. Um, and uh, then they get taken back where they're supposed to be. I mean, basically, it's just like one big giant getting lost and getting sucked into being a spy twice. And, you know. Just one one um, giant painstakingly convoluted detour. Yeah. I mean way out of the way but way 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 more fun than being on the front lines that's for sure yeah just i mean i'm exhausted 
I'm, I'm just, this was some, some conversation we just had. I know. And just them meeting up with them in the forest. I love these guys. I, I hope they show up again. I kind of really love them a lot. I mean, it's like they come across Titty Titty Bang Bang and they're like, yeah. And Remy's like, ah, oh, fuck. I know. And he's like, yeah, we'll take a ride. And Remy's like, no. Yes. It's great. I don't want to go on another mission. Yeah. So. so this was, oh, a, this all was right. a great episode. It was. I loved it. I love this episode. It was hilarious. I was like laughing out loud like through the entire thing. I could not look away. Like there are there are just blanks in my notes to where I just stopped taking notes because I was too busy watching. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was really entertaining. Definitely one of my favorites for sure. I mean, I like I think this one is a big highlight. I really really loved of course that one where he goes to India and then China. That was that was a really good episode. Oh too. yeah, with with Krishnamurti. Mm-hmm. I love that episode. Um, yeah, I'll probably have to think when we're done with this show, which maybe never. Um, Pro- probably never. We'll have to go. We'll have to like recap them all and just like figure out which ones are our favorite. Because think of it, Alessandra. Even if we finish watching like these edits, we should really go back and watch the original edits. <clears throat> <clears throat> <laughs> yeah (laughs) no it's okay it sounds sounds great we really don't have to um pamela also sent us the it's this thing is like in 13 parts like i swear uh but i'm I'm gonna watch it the original like chronicles of old indiana jones yeah i'm gonna i i want to watch that um so we definitely will and i hope that the comments are correct i know uh uh Jeff commented again saying that the next couple episodes coming up are supposed to be really fun and if and if they're anything like this one I'm excited. Yeah. Totally. Really really pumped. Um so if you want to get in touch with us you can email us at allbythepopcornpodcast@gmail.com or allbythepopcorn@gmail.com. Um you could also find us on our Facebook where you can comment, like, um uh, share with your friends um we'd also love a rate and review on itunes that would be fantastic you can also find us on twitter our our handle is at by the popcorn and did you already say the instagram we're also on instagram no we have an instagram now which is great and it is uh it has all of the art that's featured that i make for this podcast and it is on uh the handle is at all by the popcorn podcast the art is very beautiful, Alessandra. I'm so glad that, that uh, you're able to make those every week. I love looking at the artwork you make. Thanks, man. Um, what else is there? Uh, I definitely give this episode a 10 Forbidden Eyes out of 10 Forbidden Eyes. <laughs> like, so many. Yeah, i probably give it that, too. 10, 10 Treasure Chests out of 10 Treasure Chests. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a fun one. Most definitely. Thanks. Thanks yeah. so much for listening, guys. We'll talk to you guys next time. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.